and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, UFO Genocide. That's correct. We're talking about the possibility that UFOs, specifically ETs, may have come here to this planet to plot the genocide of humankind. Now, while that may sound far-fetched, of course, I'm not the first one to bring up this possibility. And I found this article from August 11th, or August 18th, rather, 2011. It's on theguardian.com. You can go there. And the title is, Aliens May Destroy Humanity to Protect Other Civilizations, Scientists Say. And it's by Ian Sample. It says, Rising greenhouse gas emissions could tip off aliens that we are rapidly expand that we are a rapidly expanding threat, warns a report. Now, before I get into the article, um, I have to say I disagree with the whole notion of greenhouse gases rising. Let's just face it: one volcano is going to put off more uh, CO2 than all the factories in the world combined. So that the whole notion of global warming is nonsense. We know that the data has been manipulated, falsified. I mean, you can't put your thermometers in airport parking lots and get a uh, average temperature reading. They've done this to make it look like the temperature in the planet's warming when they know full well that it's not. Secondly, uh, the chemtrails that are being sprayed in this planet on a daily basis are their own conspiracy. You can watch any YouTube video and just pay attention. You'll, you'll see skies out in the desert with long streaks of gray smog over them. So something's going on. The planet is being terraformed, no doubt about it. And if anything, the planet's cooling, not warming. So we can get that part straight. The part of this article and the thesis that I do agree with is, is that if these things are coming here to Earth, it could be that they're not coming here to help us. It could be that they're coming here looking to exterminate us at some point. That would make a lot more sense. We've seen that pattern happen in humankind's development over the years, where pretty much every time a more advanced society came in contact with a less advanced society, the less advanced society was pretty much exterminated, whether intentionally or not, and frequently intentionally. So once we get past that point, let's just take a look at what happens when E.T. shows up and he doesn't want to save humankind from self-destruction. The article starts off, it says, A may not rank as the most compelling reason to curb greenhouse gases, but reducing our emissions might just save humanity from a preemptive alien attack, scientists claim. Watching from afar, extraterrestrial beings might view changes in Earth's atmosphere as symptomatic of a civilization growing out of control and take drastic action to keep us from becoming a more serious threat, the researchers explain. Or perhaps they just see humankind as a threat in general. We, we have developed uh, limited space travel. We have developed atomic weapons. And maybe they're just getting ahead of the ballgame. I mean, if we're dealing with ETs, we could be dealing with entities that uh, think in terms of thousands of years and not, you know, dozens of days. Maybe this explains what's going on in our skies as we look up every day and see smog just billowing out of the backs of uh, jet airplanes or whatever else is flying up there. Who knows? But it does appear that our planet is being terraformed. And it does appear that the lie of global warming is being used as one of the excuses for us to let our guard down against this terraforming. 
the article continues, a highly speculative scenario is one of self is one of several described by a NASA affiliated scientist, wow, and colleagues at Pennsylvania State University that while considered unlikely, they say could play out were humans and alien life to make contact at some point in the future. Let me ask you, do you think that we're possibly being gaslighted here, clear back in 2011? Are they already doctoring the narrative so that when the natives show up, excuse me, when the E.T. shows up, that the natives to this planet will have already let their guard down? goes on and says, Sean Dumagal Goldman of NASA's Planetary Science Division and his colleagues compiled a list of plausible outcomes that could unfold in the aftermath of a close encounter to help humanity prepare for actual contact. In their report, would contact with extraterrestrials benefit or harm humanity? A scenario analysis. The researchers divide alien contacts into three broad categories. Beneficial, neutral, or harmful. Well, let me interject here. Maybe they could ask the Native Americans in North or South America. How did it work out for them <laughs> when a seriously advanced civilization showed up? How did it work out uh, when they were exposed to things like measles and smallpox? I think it's pretty naive to think that any extraterrestrial or non-human entity that shows up in our environment is going to come here with good intentions. And even if they did come here with good intentions, which is unlikely, how are we to protect ourselves from any random virus or other danger that, that they bring with themselves? It almost feels like we're being prepped here. We're being told, hey guys, just to let you know, just in case there's a mass disclosure, just in case E.T. shows up, he might have to kill you because your carbon emissions are a threat to the universe. Can you see how people are being gaslit there? Can you see how they're already planting the seeds for humankind to accept their own destruction? It goes on, it says, beneficial encounters range from the mere detection of extraterrestrial intelligence, for example, through the interception of alien broadcast, to contact with cooperative organisms that help us advance our knowledge and solve global problems such as hunger, poverty, and disease. Another beneficial outcome the authors entertain sees humanity triumph over a more powerful alien aggressor or even being saved by a second group of ETs. Well, now here you go. You're being presented with this good cop, bad cop scenario, but you're, it's being presented to you in a positive way. Once again, you see the public and you see the gaslighting going on by these, um, well, in my opinion, deep state, deep state ops. It's always coming out of some person who's associated with some secretive government organization, in this case, NASA. It goes on, it says, in these scenarios, humanity benefits not only from the, major, from the major moral victory of having defeated a daunting rival, but also from the opportunity to reverse engineer ETI technology, the authors write. My opinion, this is no more valid than a child's bedtime story. 
if these things make it here from across the galaxy or from other from some other dimension the vehicles and the technology that they're using is going to be so advanced we have no hope of reverse engineering it's i heard a i heard a person say one time it would be like if a nuclear submarine was abandoned on a beach somewhere and you know some natives there who were in the stone age found it and you expected them to reverse engineer that nuclear sub. Not going to happen. They don't have the tools and they don't have the raw materials. They're so far behind this piece of technology, there's no hope that they can recreate it. So to think that we could reverse engineer one of these vehicles or one of these phenomena that occur just seems to me to be silly. It goes on, it says, other kinds of close encounters. Other kinds of close encounter may be less rewarding and leave much of a human society, much of human society, feeling indifferent toward alien life. The extraterrestrials may be too different from us to communicate with usefully. They might invite humanity to join the galactic club, only for entry requirements to be bureaucratic and tedious for humans to bother with. Yeah, and they might invite you to be part of the galactic club, say as a lab rat is a test project. I'm thinking I'd be a little suspicious of that. It goes on, it says, they could even become a nuisance, like the stranded prawn-like creatures that are kept in a refugee camp in the 2009 South African movie District 9, the report explains. The most unappealing outcomes would arise if extraterrestrials caused harm to humanity, even if by accident. While aliens may arrive to eat, enslave, or attack us, the report adds that people might also suffer from being physically crushed or by contracting disease carried by the visitors. In especially unfortunate incidents, humanity could be wiped out when a more advanced civilization accidentally, let me interject here, or intentionally, unleashes an unfriendly artificial intelligence or performs a catastrophic physics experiment that renders a portion of the galaxy uninhabitable. What if these things are already artificial intelligence? What if they are already non-human entities? And we see evidence of that. Why do we, why do we constantly hear in these uh, UFO abductions and encounters where people talk to aliens, why do we... Why do we see such uh, religious resistance by the aliens when people talk to them about Jesus and then and the aliens seem to become visibly upset? What's going on there? Why would they even care about our religion? There's something. There's a very negative aspect to these things, and when we take that into account with what's going on in our environment, as I said before, with these chemtrails, which it's not a conspiracy theory to look up in the sky and see one day that your sky is covered in these gray streaks and the next day it's not. It appears to be terraforming going on. In fact, we know patents have been issued for this. And we have to ask ourselves, are they just terraforming the planet? Or is this some sort of binary weapon system that's been developed to, say, reduce our immune system? Something like COVID-19, the Wuhan virus comes along that we don't have resistance to it. We don't know because there's so much secrecy involved. We can't get a single government official, it seems like, to even recognize the phenomenon of the chemtrails and what it's doing to our planet and why certain places where the water's been tested is, is off the charts when it comes to the content of aluminum 
Well, it's been rained down from the sky. I mean, this is a phenomenon that's been occurring in conjunction with UFOs for a long time, and nobody seems to want to talk about it. And it seems like we have to talk about it because it's something that's going on on a global scale, and it repeatedly revolves the UFO phenomenon. Why are these UFOs so interested in chemtrails? Why are they constantly seen doubting, darting in and out of them? In some cases, they even seem to be spreading them. It's like, it's almost as if our own deep state is working in conjunction with the UFOs, where they contaminate the jet airplane fuel to pollute our skies, to terraform the planet, along with the UFOs. Otherwise, how do you explain that one day you see a jet fly over, no trail. The next day you see a jet fly over, a commercial airplane, you can look it up online, and there's this gray smog billowing out the back. What are they putting in the fuel? And is this a true connection between the deep state and this UFO phenomena conspiring against humankind? That's a real question, not that they're trying to wipe us out because we're a nuisance because of global warming. I think in their eyes, we're just a nuisance, period, because we're here. It goes on, it says, to bolster humanity's chances of survival, the researchers call for caution in sending signals into space. Let me interject again. A little bit late for that. Our deep state is intentionally trying to contact these entities all the time. They tell us this, whether it's through radio telescopes or DMT. They're trying to make contact on a physical level through space, through normal technology, and they're trying to make contact through interdimensional communications by using drugs. That's how messed up the situation is. It goes on, it says, and in particular... Warn against broadcasting information about our biological makeup. Well, here you go. How many times have we heard abduction stories where people have physical samples taken from them? It's as if the ETs are trying to decode our DNA and exploit it, I'm sure. And once they have that DNA down, wouldn't it be that much easier for them to create a WMD? It says instead, it says our biogenic, which could be used to manufacture weapons that target humans. Correct. Instead, any contact with ETs should be limited to mathematical discourse until we have a better idea of the type of ET we are dealing with. The authors warn that extraterrestrials may be wary of civilizations that expand very rapidly, as these may be prone to destroy other life as they grow, just as humans have pushed species to extinction on Earth. In the most extreme scenario, aliens might choose to destroy humanity to protect other civilizations. Well, or maybe to protect themselves, or maybe just for the sake of destroying us. Who's to say they have any kind of ulterior motive which is good? Why couldn't they just be a race of psychopaths? It goes on and says, a preemptive strike would be particularly likely in the early phases of our expansion because the civilization may become increasingly difficult to destroy as it continues to expand. Humanity may just now be entering the period in which its rapid civilizational expansion could be detected by the ETI because our expansions is in is changing the composition of the Earth's atmosphere via greenhouse gas emissions, report says. Well, while I find that as nonsense, we don't need to worry about producing greenhouse gas. I mean, I guess if they wanted to, they could they could take a look at Google, Google Maps and they could look at the amount of pollution 
that's being expended in China, and that would give them an idea that there are a lot of factories there. They could look at the radiation that's being leaked all over the planet. Fukushima, perhaps. So, there's no need for aliens to notice greenhouse gas emissions. There's plenty of other stuff that's being done at this plant that would show them that we're way past sticks and stones. Goes on, it says, Green aliens might object to the environmental damage humans have caused on Earth and wipe us out to save the planet. These scenarios give us reason to limit our growth and reduce our impact on global ecosystems. This sounds to me like a head fake from the deep state. They want you to go back to sticks and stones so that aliens won't wipe us out. Might I suggest that the ruling class just slow down a bit on their private jet trips if they're so worried about greenhouse gases. If they're seriously concerned about the threat of ETs, the first thing they could do is they could start with disclosure and transparency. And at that point, maybe we could have some more uh, positive ideas of how to deal with this phenomenon. It goes on and says, It would be particularly important for us to limit our emissions of greenhouse gases since atmospheric composition can be observed from other planets. The author's right. Even if we never make contact with extraterrestrials, report argues that considering the potential scenarios may help to plot the future path of human civilization, avoid collapse, and achieve long-term survival. Well, while I agree with uh, the need to clean up our atmosphere, I would suggest that they start with the jet fuel that they're using in the passenger planes that fly over us every day and explain to us why some days... We see no chemtrails. We just see little contrails behind them. And other days, why these very same planes, burning supposedly the same fuel, fill our skies with gray smog, cooling our planet and allowing in harmful radiation from the sun. They might also talk about HARP and how it reacts with this change to the atmosphere on our planet. And they might also address the notion that possibly these chemtrails are part of a binary weapon already in place by the UFO phenomena, or ET, ETI as they call them, in an attempt to destroy mankind. Waiting for the right moment, perhaps, to strike. Who knows? One thing that we do know for sure is that we're not getting any kind of critical investigation from the mainstream news about where chemtrails come from, what causes them. We simply get denial and ridicule. Now, while we can all look up in the sky on most days and see our sky being crisscrossed with these nasty, disgusting gray strings of smoke, I mean, the evidence is there. It's, 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 it can't really be reputed. It's right there in front of you. The evidence for global warming, on the other hand, has been proven to have been manipulated over and over. The data, the data is junk. So the real, the real danger here for human mass extinction, in my mind, is not coming from the average person who uh, maybe takes one too many trips to the grocery store. It's coming from this, this deep state actors that we have no control over, no accountability to, doing whatever they're doing to our skies and combining that with whatever other WMD they may have produced or may have been given them 
given to them by the UFO phenomenon? That's a real question. Are we already under assault by this phenomenon? Under assault by not only the UFO phenomenon, but by the, whatever deep state players are involved. We certainly won't know for some time, because we're not going to get any kind of transparency on it. But it's an interesting thing to think about. In the meantime, I'd say use plenty of sunblock. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.